Well, hello everyone out there. You are listening to the Too Clever Mafia podcast, and I am your host, Too Clever Mafia, and we are back again. Hello, AJ, over in the sound booth. How are you today? Good morning. Well, good morning to you, AJ, and uh, how was your weekend? Same old, same old. Oh, okay. Well, not too much excitement these days with uh, nothing going on since we can't go anywhere or do anything. Uh-huh. But we're going to jump right in here to Chapter 1 of American Slices, Divide, Conquer, and Repeat. And Chapter 1 is all about how the political parties separate America. Or the question really is, do the political parties separate America? So, I guess we'll start off. I there. There's three major, if you want to call it three major. I, I think there's two and then one not so major, like a minor party in America, right? You have your Democrats, your Republicans, and then your independents. And then there's a a slew of others. They never really get enough votes to be counted in most places. Although there is a significant amount of people that uh, do vote. Um, And percentage-wise, you know, millions of people that don't vote for the traditional uh, Democrat or Republican Party. So, uh, we'll get to that in a moment, but there, there, there is a lot of talk about um, these days about everybody coming together. You know, of course, everybody wants to be united, but only if um, I, I feel only if you're on their team. You know, they talk about uniting us, but if you have their beliefs and you're willing to do what they say when they say to do it, then they want unity, and. You know, are, are we supposed to be understanding or are we supposed to be dismissive or if we're unapologetic or just not interested, uh, we're not a member of their party and the power parties would, um, would rather not have us because we are, uh, you know, we'll go against the, the, the rank and file. So I feel that if we were able to get rid of these the party concept and come up with other ways, other ways. I mean, this is modern America folks. And I feel it would be simple or it should be simple with all of the technology that we have. I mean, even with my knowledge, I mean, I, I call myself a, a medium tech guy where, you know, I'm not high tech, I'm medium tech. I'm, I'm not low tech. I'm not, you know, I'm not in that class, but I'm definitely medium tech. And with, but with just with my knowledge, I mean, to create a system where we can, log on to our computers or our phones and vote? Why is that so challenging? I mean, a, a American Idol can do a vote and you and only, you know, uh, all of these different, uh, what is it, Publishers Clearinghouse and um, HGTV, Mrs. Mafia is very big in that. HGTV, they know how, they, don't, they give you three or four votes so you can vote twice a day or whatever it is and that's it, they cut you off. You're not allowed to vote again. So if they, you know, why can't the American government figure out a way to make it so it's secure? Everybody's vote counts, you know, one time and, and do it in a way that's more convenient and, and more modern compared to the archaic way. Now, there is something to be said about the, the vintage way or the old way of doing things, but times have changed and people, um, you know, regardless of what you feel, uh, how this previous election was, was handled, 
you know, this, the old way of doing things aren't necessarily as secure as the new way. I mean, just look at our currency, for example. If we still printed our currency the same way we did in the 60s and 70s, you know, more than half of our currency would be counterfeit. So we had to develop, you know, because the technology was there and people could, and printers and whatnot, and they were able to counterfeit those, that, those funds. And, and so the government had to stay ahead of it. And even in some cases, famous cases, they've even hired criminals who were professional counterfeiters to go and, you know, work for the government and make, make ways to secure our, I think it was our, our checks and the special print and, and then even our currency. So that way people can't use the new technology to counterfeit. So same with our elections, there, there's gotta be ways and there, people can fake things and fraudulent and I, I don't know. There just seem to be too many holes and it's getting old and technology is getting better. And it's something that we need to fix. You know, why should the government of each state get electoral votes? That's my next thing. You know, why don't we use the popular vote? I mean, I, I know historically and I know the reasons behind it and, and m most of my listeners, I would imagine do, but why, why should the government, um, of each state get an electoral votes and they all do things differently by how they calculated the votes and, 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 but the popular vote, and I read this somewhere a while ago and the popular vote, uh, the reason why our forefathers came up with the electoral college was because the average citizen, uh, they felt wasn't smart enough and wasn't wise enough to choose their representative, their governors, or even their president. So does anybody, anybody out there see anything wrong with this? You know, I mean, the, the idea that we all have been sold is that, you know, the politician's job is to re represent us, to do what we want, to do our bidding, you know, not make laws that they personally feel would, would get them some TV time or, or a handful of voters and, and, you know, that actually, you know, those voters are probably the ones that actually call the public officials office and complain. And they're the ones that, that, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, so to speak, but maybe it's time. And maybe this, you know, in a way is all by design and not, not a good design or not in a good way. Uh, maybe if, if, if they keep this divide or they keep this, you know, um, government tight knit with very little real public opinion where they keep this divide, it creates more teams. Now hear me out. It creates more teams and by them creating more teams, uh, you know, obviously it's going to create winners and losers. I mean, that's just the nature of, of a team, right? You're playing on a team, you, you, some win, some don't, some lose and you're playing against others, but there's definitely more profit in it if there's more teams. I mean, look at sports, right? But there's definitely going to be more profit in it. And if we all want the same thing, there's no money in it. So they, by nature, it seems like they create these winners and losers, these different teams or different political parties or, or different candidates, you know, which, which then divide the people because they go towards their candidate. Then, you know, what if we... What if we all wanted a hamburger from, from McDonald's? Uh, you know, um, 
if we all wanted a hamburger from just McDonald's, that's the only hamburger we liked. And we all, and sorry for the vegetarians out there and, you know, maybe fries or uh, we don't even eat McDonald's. Who knows? It's just an analogy. But if we all wanted just hamburgers from McDonald's, Burger King and Wendy's and all the other In-N-Out Burger and all the other international food chains, would they be out of business? There'd be, it'd be no money for them. So you need to keep these separate teams and each team tries to do a little bit to attract, you know, if you think of the fast food restaurants analogy, which um, you have all the fast food chains, they all serve hamburgers. Very interesting. But they do just a little bit different. You know, uh, uh, McDonald's has a double cheeseburger. There's no lettuce. So if you're a fan of lettuce, maybe you like Wendy's because they have lettuce on their double cheeseburger. Or maybe you like flame broiled and you go to Burger King. So they all, basically it's the same product. They're just spicing it up just enough to get that team, get that group of people to follow them, which the analogy obviously would be to follow this political uh, party or, or representative or whoever it is. You need those teams. Or if you don't create a team, you don't create that controversy, then you're not, you, you, so it, it pays to divide America is what I'm, what I'm, what I'm getting at. If you look at it from a financial perspective, I mean, since, I mean, human beings love choice. We all love variety. It's understandable. We all like different things, you know, you know, but so they give us this variety. They give us this, technically this two choice party, two poor parties to choose from a this or that scenario, which is an old sales tactic for those of you who might be have, have been in sales you know, you give them a this or that and you choose one. And people are generally mindless of it. You know, you don't let them choose everything on the board because it just will take too long and to narrow it down. And some people are very indecisive. So you give them a this or that scenario, you know, Republican or Democrat, you know, the, the, the ones that really are undecided end up in the independent column and Hey, we don't need you right now unless you're closer to our side. You know, it's like, if you like lettuce, you're on our team. If you don't, you know, it's fine. Go to McDonald's. I know it's a crazy analogy, right, AJ? It was the, yep. it, it's the simplest way I could have, I thought this up. I mean, you can't really think of it any other way. Um, it, you have to simple, you have to dumb this down because they keep it so complicated. They keep this process so complicated because if it wasn't at the end of the day, it probably wouldn't be profitable. And let's face it, all our politicians, most of them, no, they're wearing the fancy brands. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, they've got a lot of money. They've got a lot of money and they're looking to spend it and they want more of it. Who, no matter which one you are, they start out poor and they end up rich when, they're, when they retire if they are a politician. And if they start rich, they're just going to get richer. That's just how it works, folks. It's like, the, like a business, right? I mean, the big hamburger chains, they sit on every corner and in every intersection of America. You know, not, not really, but, but you know, you, you can't even see the mom and pop hamburger places. You don't even know where they are because they're, they're in the shadows of, of these big mega conglomerate corporations and their huge signs. And they sit on a side street somewhere and they put a lot more care into it because it's their little mom and pop business and they want it to be the best that they can be. But eventually these shops and restaurants close as people make their choice. They're not choosing the, the independent they're choosing the Republican or the Democrat, and some aren't choosing at all. But they, you know, without even thinking about what they're actually doing sometimes. And the ones that do realize 
the combined results of their choices and the few uh, compared to the masses who unknowingly are choosing that convenience over quality or the, the, the price, the cheap price over quality. Um, and it's all about that in-your-face advertising. You know, they're, they're choosing that over the quality. Uh, all these big corporate, this big corporate money eventually ends up back in the hands, you know, of the politicians who are shouting, vote for me. Most of us are just compelled to do so. So whether that was about politics or uh, fast food chains, I don't know. <laughs> I think I started off talking about politics and hopefully everybody was able to follow me there. But um, whether you choose Republican or Democrat, you're choosing that separation right there. You're choosing your team. And with that team comes that divide. So, you know, the best you can hope for, and I've said this before, is, is 50% of the people like you. Other than that, it's, it's, it's a crapshoot. You're not going to have more than that. So um, it, it goes back and forth depending on which poll you read and how accurate they are and how many people they called. You know, they, they, they say the 100 people they called represent 300 plus million Americans, which doesn't always crack up to be that. But yep, I don't know. Let me know what you think. Head over to our social medias, Twitter, Sound Off. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, Facebook, whether you agree or not. Um, I love to wrap my head around some of this too. I mean, this is what I've come up with over the years, but just uh, www.twocleveremafia.com. Like and subscribe to the podcast if you're listening to us. We're going to take a little break. We don't like these to run too long. And we're going to be back with the, um, the next chapter that was in the story was uh, Culture Divide. That's a fun one. Right, AJ? <laughs> yeah. That's that's always a fun topic to go over. So we will be right back after this short break. <laughs> 